You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, Hokies. I'm Tech Sideline founder Will Stewart. Welcome into episode 242 of the Tech Sideline podcast, which we think is going to be an interesting one. We've got Nick Rush of Commonwealth NIL with us today, and we're going to talk about name, image, and likeness, NIL, in college sports. We'll have a couple of announcements. Uh, we'll talk about what Commonwealth NIL does. We'll talk about some of the crazy NIL stories floating around in college sports. But most importantly, we'll talk about what you the average Hokie fan can do to help Virginia Tech not just compete, but win in NIL. It's all coming up on the Tech Sideline Podcast right now. Welcome back in after that snazzy intro. Before we get started, let me address the elephant in the room. Yes, the ACC came out with this new scheduling model yesterday, and yes, we want to do a podcast about that. But we've had Nick and the topic of NIL uh, booked for a while, so that's today's topic, and uh, I think you'll find this very educational and interesting as well. So without further ado, let's get to the introductions. It's just me and my guest on set today. We've got the usual producers, of course, Malcolm and uh, Nick Brown's sitting in helping produce. Uh, so let's get to my guest on set today, and that is uh, Nick Rush, who is owner, founder of Commonwealth NIL. Is that the best way to put it? I, yeah, I think that's the best way. I, I did find it, found it with my son, Forrest Rush, who's right. a uh, who's a graduate of Virginia Tech, a U.S. Army officer, uh, Iraq War veteran. Um, yeah, so we've it's a um, not a mom and pop, but a pop and son operation. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's called Commonwealth NIL. So let me ask you before we before we get into NIL and what Commonwealth NIL does, what is your background and what made you want to get into this space? Why did you think you had something to offer of, of value that to help uh, Virginia yeah, Tech? Yeah. Here? Uh, so. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on here. Long sure, time yeah. TSL lurker, very random, uh, rarely post, but read all the comments and the stories, and and just enjoy uh, your site so much. Um, so, so I was so I was let me so in, let me jump in here yeah, to give man. everybody a little background. You and I have actually been talking for months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick and I didn't know each other until uh, you reached out. When do you, when do you think you emailed me? It's, it's July and. Yeah. What was that like February, maybe? Probably February. Yeah. So he emailed yeah. me. He emailed me, and I, I get a ton of emails. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Nick's learning that I interrupt a lot. No, you're cool. <laughs> I, I, I get a ton of emails, and I, but I remember some of them. And, and you emailed me, and you said, hey, Will, this is Nick Rush, something like big fan of the site. I want to talk to you about NIL. Short to the point, and I'm like, okay, I'll talk about NIL. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, I interrupted. Uh, so I, I asked you why you were getting into this space. No, so um, you know, I'm a long time 
lived in, uh, was born and raised in New River Valley, went into the Army, uh, came back, and um, got, an, got elected to the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors at age 23. That was 31 years ago, and kind of have been a, a uh, government and business leader since that time for about the last 30, 31 years. And so I was in the, serving in the General Assembly. I served there for 10 years, represented um, uh, Montgomery County, Pulaski, Floyd, and um, started following this NIL space. I was a huge college sports fan, big, big Virginia Tech fan, long time, you know, season ticket holder and was going to the games. We were talking about some stuff here before we got on air, you know, some of the big events that, you know, yeah. we all had in common, uh, you know, Virginia Tech beating Duke at home. I think our first year in the ACC. In basketball. In basketball. Yeah. And I think in football too. I think that was our first. Oh. So, so the first ACC fo- football game they served up was Duke in, was. Lane, in Lane Stadium, which was very nice. Tech, very nice. Tech beat him like 40 to 17 or something like that. Yeah, and I don't even think it was that close. It wasn't that close. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Roush had a huge hit on that quarterback. I oh, had, that's right. Uh, I had, so Brandon was down in the Richmond with us in uh, – because uh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rouse, Aaron not, Rouse, not okay. Brandon, Aaron. And so Aaron Rouse was down in uh, Richmond visiting the General Assembly. and Because he's him in about, politics big yeah, time. Yeah, he is. In he's in the Virginia Beach City Council. He's running for state senate. Um, but uh, I asked him about that hit, and he's like, man, I always get so much grief about that hit. He's, it was a legal hit. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. I but, remember that. Uh, Thad, Thad Lewis was that quarterback. Yeah, that's name. it. That's it. Wow. Um, and I think we knocked out two of their quarterbacks that day. Um, but it was, that was, a um, what we were discussing earlier, but so I've, I've followed this, you know, while it's started in a, a case in California, made its way all the way to the Supreme court and the Supreme court said you couldn't stop athletes from using their name, image, and likeness. And so at that point I knew Virginia had to act to make sure our universities, um, didn't fall behind. And so I helped craft the language that was used and I, you know, I forget the exact time and maybe about 18 months ago. So you were in the House of Delegates. Yeah, I was in the House of Delegates. Um, so I helped craft that language. Okay. Um, it was budget language, which doesn't mean anything to anybody else. Um, but so they actually up, put, a, put a, a new law in this year that updated some of the stuff. And I did follow that and, and gave some input on that just because, uh, you know, you want to make sure your state is competitive. Right. And so, you know, I thought, you know, um, you know, after 31 years of, of being involved and I wanted to stay involved, I did retire from politics. Um, but uh, with my connections and my um, my ability to connect with people and, and bring groups together, um, I thought this would be a good way for me to use some of my spare time um, to help Virginia Tech in this space. Yeah. Um, it's just so important. You know, we're seeing it all throughout the country. Um, um, it's important that we have a good, strong um, name, image, and likeness program associated with uh, Virginia Tech, and and I think Commonwealth and there's two others. Um, I think with the, the part those three partnerships uh, with Virginia Tech Athletics, um, it's going to it's going to work out for us. Pretty much cover the spectrum. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. dying to ask you what made a 23 year old get into politics, but we got to stick to the yeah, topic yeah. here. That, that's a I'm just like hyper competitive. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. So uh, let's see. Let me let me look at my list here. So um, I'm going to ask you more about Commonwealth NIL here sure. in a moment. We're going to get into to a lot of stuff. Uh, but first, there are people out there who don't know what NIL is. They, they don't know what all this means. Most people do that, yeah. that follow us and listen to the podcast and things like that. So let's briefly, you've, you've said NIL stands for name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Explain to 
a fan who doesn't know what that means in the landscape of college athletics? Yeah, so um, the NCAA prohibited uh, athletes from profiting um, from what the what is called name, image, and likeness, and that's basically endorsements. Doing endorsements and or doing selling endorsement, goods with your name. Selling on. goods with your um, um, with your name, and, and at, at some point um, during the season, college athletes weren't even allowed to have jobs. Right. Um, so that they, it had restrict, been restricted so uh, much by the NCAA. And, you know, they had their reasons whether you agreed with them or not, but that was the rules. And the state of California, and I, I can't remember exactly if it was a couple players, um, but through um, out, out of California, it went through the court system, and uh, the Supreme Court said that that was illegal, anti-commerce, against the Commerce Clause of the Constitution. And so we we – the Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional to keep athletes from uh, profiting from their name, image, and likeness. And so that opened up a floodgate. And, and, and so basically, and, and this, this was uh, allowed by the NCAA starting almost a year ago. I think it was, yeah, I yeah. Think it was July of 2021. Yeah, I think it was. And, and what drove me crazy about it was the NCAA basically washed their hands of it. And yes. instead of making up any rules at all, they just said, fine, do whatever you want. And that's led to a lot of events and discussions. Well, yeah, and I think we're going to get to some of that at the end. But once the – so the NCAA kind of washed their hands of it. The the Congress, uh, not surprisingly, didn't act to put in regulation. So it did leave it up to the states. And that's where in my role as a – as an elected official representing this area, I wanted to make sure our rules were as such that Virginia Tech and to a lesser extent UVA – I joke. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, the, all the rules are the same. I didn't car- have a carve out for Virginia Tech, but we wanted to make sure our universities were competitive um, nationally. So you and so actually, you know, when we were following the law this year, I was looking up, and, and, and TSL fans can look it up. You know, I think Alabama did away with their NIL law, so there's literally no regulation. Um, or at least no laws down in um, Alabama that that um, there's a couple other states, that. basically SEC football states. A lot of SEC football states right. um, did that, and you know, and just so, so the fans know, there's a lot of folks um, out there going, well, Congress is going to have to act to um, you know put some guardrails in, and you know, if you think about this, I mentioned this on Kyle Bailey's show down in Charlotte um, uh, the other day. Um, if you think about it, you know, these state senators from SEC states are not going to do anything that takes away their, their state schools' um, uh, ability to, to thrive and prosper. Yeah, have, have, had advantages. Yeah. And so they're, that, I would look at uh, your state government, the NCAA, for your regulation. I doubt the federal government acts. Yeah. So there, the, it, it's, let's, clear, let's clarify two rules because this is important to the conversation later. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the NCAA did put in two rules in place. They said, number one, the schools cannot broker the deals directly. Correct. They can facilitate. And in the case of Virginia Tech, for example, they've set up a Hokies Exchange Mm -hmm. platform that will connect businesses and athletes. But the school cannot bring a business to an athlete and and help them strike the deal directly. Yeah, that's that's, one rule. That's one rule. And also the school itself, along those same lines, can't pay the athlete um, themselves. Like, you know, Virginia Tech can't pay the starting quarterback $100,000. But they can help facilitate. They can connect collectives like ours 
to folks that may be interested in in uh, participating in uh, name, image, and likeness yeah. for their athletes. And the other rule is, and this just makes me laugh. Yeah, you cannot use comical. nil. <laughs> to entice recruits, high school recruits, or transfers to come to your school. Correct. And that's just, you know, it's it's like the old rules. You can't pay players to come to your school. They did it under the table anyway. And so there, there's a lot of stuff out there that's going on under the table. We'll tell a few stories later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so give me yours. Let's get into Commonwealth NIL and what you guys do. So uh, the way I phrase it is give me your 30-second elevator pitch on uh, what is Commonwealth NIL and what do you do? Yeah, so we're, we're a Virginia-based LLC. We're a collective. That's the business model we're going to uh, use going forward. We want to um, engage all of Hokie Nation. That's all the way up from what we call elite investors all the way down to uh, casual fans. We want to do that through um, subscription service, events, memorabilia, um, and to allow fans to engage Hokie. Uh, we want to engage Hokie Nation and we want to turn our athletes into stars and stars into our athletes. And if you think about that three-part mission statement that uh, Elevator Pitch is, once we engage all of Hokie Nation, we will have the resources to um, uh, recruit and retain the best possible talent for uh, Virginia Tech Athletics. All right. So to that end, we'll get into what you mean by subscriptions and, and things like yeah, that. Sure. We'll get into the specifics of that. But uh, you have a big announcement today about uh, athletes that you have already signed. So tell us who you have signed with Commonwealth NIL. And this is hot off the presses. Yeah, no. So finished up the contracts this morning. Um, and we started working on this project. We call it hashtag run it back VT. And it's dealing with uh, Virginia Tech basketball, uh, following up on their uh, you know historic ACC championship Um uh, in, in ACC uh, basketball tournament this year. And so we've signed uh, Justin Mutz, Hunter Couture, Darius Maddox, March Maddox, and uh, Sean Padula. All have signed uh, with Commonwealth NIL to help promote hashtag run it back VT. Right. And, um, you know, we've got their, we've got their merchandise on our, on our website, commonwealthnil.com. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we get t-shirts, we've got, uh, what we call, f uh, fan collector coins, challenge coins. And, um, I think, we, I think we're going to have some success with that. We've already had some success. We had a, a, a brunch where our, where the athletes came and we had it at Lane Stadium as well attended local businesses, some elite investors. And so we've put together some resources there and, you know, we want to engage Hokie Nation to, to keep that, that uh, process going. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Um, I, I do want to, at this point, uh, announce that uh, we, Tech Sideline, have yeah. a partnership with Commonwealth NIL and what that means is that uh, we are going to help promote Commonwealth NIL's services, uh, promote the collective, tell Hokie fans how they can be a part, contribute, uh, promote the merchandise, you know, and you, and you mentioned a couple of things, but there's a lot more coming oh, later yeah, on, yeah. you know. Um, so, uh, so you'll see, um, we'll drop a link for you to click down in the, uh, the description of the um, video that'll take you over to Commonwealth NIL site. Is it CommonwealthNIL.com? Yeah. yeah Commonwealth. Don't go there yet. Yeah. Wait for that tech sideline. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah. And as soon as we get that podcast wrapped up, I'm also going to start putting some ads on the site for Commonwealth NIL. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, 
our relationship with you means that we do, we Tech Sideline will have a financial relationship with Commonwealth mm-hmm. NIL. Any business that we drive your way, we will get a small percentage of it because yeah, yeah. this is all about the money going to the athletes. It's not about it coming to Commonwealth NIL or Tech Sideline. Yeah, right. That's correct. So, like, that's a great segue into, you know, a subscription. Um, 80% of all the subscription monies will go to the, to the athletes. Um, that's a, you know, a cut for Commonwealth NIL. And, you know, we, we have, we have expenses, um, you know, infrastructure of, of maintaining this. We have folks that will be helping us um, in, you know, in sales and in um, making sure the athletes are at events on time, right. scheduling, doing the books, all those things. And, you know, honestly, we, we didn't get into this to, to get rich, but we do have to have a pro- for-profit model. Um, so that we can continue to facilitate deals. Um, yeah. and I think that's important. And so we do estimate our, you know, our, our profit margin to be anywhere between five and 6%. Right. Yeah. So, um, because as you get larger and trust me, I'm in the subscription business. Yeah, you, you get it. it did, things like customer service get created. <laughs> There's a ton of programming expenses and stuff like that. Um, so let's, Let's start to get into the specifics of it. I want to get into how Commonwealth NIL generates money. Sure. And there's a number of different ways you do that. The One of the quickest and easiest to understand. First of all, you can just flat out donate money to Commonwealth Correct. NIL. And, and you've had some, like you said, what you would call elite investors. Elite investors, yeah. People with five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 or more. Trust, hey, trust me, or more is or welcome. More, or more is cool. Um, but I, let me tell a cool story about it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so when Virginia Tech announced that, um, you know, our affiliation with uh, with Virginia Tech Athletics, um, I had a guy reach out and say, look, I, I'm, you know, I want to I donate to the hashtag Run It Back VT campaign. And he said he, he said he wanted to donate $5,000. And so once I got that email, you know, I, I'm going to give a guy a call, right? And so I gave him a call. And so I, we're, we're, we're talking just like you and I and, and the fans are now. And he, so I said, so when, when did you graduate from Virginia Tech? He said, well, I didn't. And I was like, oh, really? He, he said, no, I just became a fan, you know, in, you know, in the 90s. Um, grew up in Virginia. He lives in North Carolina now. Um, grew up a uh, Virginia Tech fan. I went to a different, smaller school. Always have been a fan. And he said, I'm just tired of these other schools always out-resourcing us. Right. And he said, I want to be involved in this. He said, I want to help, um, you know, help this basketball team with the hashtag Run It Back VT campaign. And he, you know, on, on point, man. I called him. I said, hey, we're, we're, launching, we're launching the fund. Everything's set up. Two days later, a five thousand dollar check came. Checks in the mail. It checks in the mail. He mm-hmm. literally said, "Hey, man, thanks for letting me know. Cut the check." And you know he, and I think that's how a lot of fans. You know, it doesn't have to be five thousand dollars. It can be, you know, it can be a, a ten dollar a month subscription. And I right. don't want to step on that, but <clears throat> you know, we do have uh, the easiest way would be for fans to come on and and subscribe subscribe monthly. It's the most consistent way to have uh, revenue. And uh, we yeah, all, those monthly subscriptions, it's all about evening out the cash flow. It's evening I, out I, the I cash flow. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm in the business. So you offer three different kinds of subscriptions. Talk about what level those are and what the benefits are. And yes, he's going to pull up his phone and, yes. just, and just read it to you. Well, so, and, and so Will, before this started, I, he gave me a sheet of paper with some of the stuff. And I, he said he was going to read his. So I said, well, can I read my investor <laughs> or 
the uh, subscription models. Yeah. So uh, you've got ten dollars, fifty dollars, and a hundred dollars a month. Yes, so correct. We, so we, we got ten dollars. We call that the walk-on investor, and we're, we'll have we'll have a quarterly newsletter and updates. Um, we, we're going to have. Uh, a quarterly um, drawing. So this this uh, quarter is um, a, a Yeti cooler. It's a really nice cooler. Um, with which, which one, man? Be specific. <laughs> that, I don't know. My, my son because Mal- Malcolm knows all the models. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we already got a cool uh, Commonwealth NIL sticker on it. So nice. I, I, so you know, I've got a Commonwealth NIL, NIL sticker it. on my Yeti. Yeah, that, I, I, that was cool. <laughs> so for the walk-on investor, you you'll get that in in C um, CNIL uh, investor swag. For the $50, we call that the All-American. Access to the latest news um, and updates. Three entries to the to the quarterly uh, um, uh, prize. The CNL, CNL, I, CNIL's investor swag. And then we got these cool investor coins. Uh, for $50 a month, you'll get one of those. Um, access to exclusive NIL events with our athletes and an autographed picture of a CNI, uh, NIL athlete. Now, wait a minute. Show, show us the coin. So hold uh, that up. Yeah, yeah. So um, in the veterans community, uh, challenge coins are big. Um, and um, so we wanted to have a fan challenge coin for Virginia Tech. And so for, for $50 a month, you'll, you'll, you'll get one of these. Um, and you'll also get it for the $100 a month right. um, thing. And we've got some other things for the uh, hashtag running back VT. Um, we, did, we did design a... Uh, Justin Mutz, a um, Hunter Couture, a Darius Maddox, and Sean a Padula uh, uh, collector coin. Right. And so those are uh, offered for $100 a piece. So if you're a big fan of one of those guys, um, you can go to the website and, and order one of their coins. And um, Or if you want all four, you can get one uh, all four of them for $350. Right. Um, and we, we will mint those. We're going to run that special all the way up till uh, the end of August, and then we'll mint those in um, in September and get them out ASAP. Okay, but that's part of the merch shopping, yeah. so let's get back to the, uh, the, oh, the, mem- the memberships. Yeah. Uh, and then so for the $100 a month, um, you'll have all the things I just mentioned, plus TSL subscription. Right. And, a uh, one-year subscription to TSL, yeah, one which, year is subscription, which is $100 value. Which is $100 value. Yeah. And then you're going to you'll uh, be able to get personalized social media shout out. So let's say your um, your uh, six year old son really loves um, Darius Maddox, and uh, you know so he can give you a shout out for his birthday. Um, so there's be some cool things. Right. So it's not a social media shout out from Commonwealth NIL. It's from your athletes. Yeah, it'll right? be from your athlete. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be cool, man. Um, yeah. and, and there's some platforms that already do those, um, but so so we'll be able to we'll be able to help facilitate that for for uh, tech fans. So for me, here, here's how I look at it. Um, so being in the subscription business, we we charge tech sideline charges ten dollars a month and hundred dollars a year. Yeah, and for that amount of money, we have to deliver that amount of value. value. We have to deliver mm-hmm. the product. Really, what you're offering is a chance to contribute to the pool of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. This is going to sound bad, but it's not like it's not like you're sending them a hundred dollars worth of merchandise. That's not how this works. The money goes into the collective, and it can then be used to sign athletes to contracts and compensate them for uh, NIL and all that sort of thing. So, so here's the way I look at that. Um, 
and, and we're going to talk about this throughout the podcast. Yeah. There's been a lot of scary headlines about NIL. If, if you pay attention to NIL, you know the name John Ruiz. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a super rich uh, uh, University of Miami um, fan. I, I think I, his I, brother-in-law to the head coach, isn't he? Didn't he somehow kill That's it? interesting. I don't I, know that. I believe so. Uh, but but Ruiz owns Nick, Life... Check that out while we're all talking. <laughs> he owns the company Life Wallet, right? So he's throwing around ridiculous numbers for NIL money for, for Miami yeah, athletes. Yeah. And, the, and that scares tech fans. are like, how, how in the world can we compete with that? We don't have donors that can sign one kid to a $9 million contract. Yeah. Um, so the way I view this and this subscription model that you're offering is a perfect conduit to this is that, and you and I talk about this all the time when we talk, Virginia Tech can successfully crowdsource NIL. The, the fans all the way down at the lowest level can have an impact um, and, and help Commonwealth NIL and other, I think there's Triumph NIL and Hot Route, mm-hmm. help these three collectives and organizations that are, are serving NIL athletes of Virginia Tech to, to generate... I don't think you're going to see one Virginia Tech person serve up a five to ten million dollar contract for I one player, you, know. you know. But we can raise pretty big numbers as as a group, as a collective. Ironically, yeah, as, a, as a collective. Yes. So I ran some numbers using your subscription model, and I'm going to start with the small and go to the tall. Yeah, do. All right. So let's say you got 500 people at the ten dollar a month level, 200 at the fifty dollar a month level, and 100 at the hundred dollar a month level. That's $25,000 a month. That's $300,000 a year coming into Commonwealth yeah. NIL. If you have 1,000 people at $10 a month, 500 people at $50 a month, and 250 people at $100 a month, those still aren't big numbers. Not big numbers. In, numbers, in terms of number of people. The money becomes $60,000 a month, which is $720,000 a year coming into Commonwealth NIL. Now let's go with larger numbers. Let's do, let's do what we should. And, and these numbers that I'm about to read to you are completely doable. I know I how many agree. people subscribe to Tech Sideline. I know how many people subscribe to, I've talked to Andy Bitter, how many people subscribe to The Athletic. These numbers are on par with that. And we know how many people are in the hockey club. It's, it's almost 30,000 people. Yes. There's 65,000 fans. There are probably 25,000 season ticket holders. Well, and I think I saw... Um Somebody so wait, so wait, let me, let me yeah, read the yeah, numbers. Oh, sorry. So if you have 5,000 subs at the $10 level, 1,000 at the $50 a month level, and 500 at the $100 a month level, you're bringing in $150,000 a month, $1.8 million a year. into common, And that's just into Commonwealth NIL, just off of subscriptions. And that money can have a huge impact. It can have a huge impact. Um and and those are real doable numbers. You know, yeah. I, I was I saw a study, and um, you know, I think it was that Virginia Tech had two point seven million fans. You, I don't know if you guys saw that. Wow. Virginia Tech is in the you know I put us in the top fifteen as fan bases. Um, numerically, we may be in the top top thirty, but passion wise, we are in a, we're in a, an elite level. Uh, fan base and in my conversations with athletes they see it i mean they you know when they're walking through airports you know you know guys when you go on vacation or you're at a gas station going to the beach everybody's like hey go hokies and and our our athletes see that and we can you know with a simple 
with a simple group of numbers like you just mentioned, we get to the $1.8 million um, level as, as consistent um, revenue. And then, you know, you and I were talking about, you know, there's 67,000 uh, fans that come to Virginia Tech home football games. Um, there's six home football games. If 30,000 of those fans were to spend $100 on NIL merchandise, that's $3 million. I know. And that's over six events. So, you know, if you, if you set aside 20, 25 bucks um, when you come and, and buy an uh, NIL sponsored T-shirt, whether it be from us or Triumph or, 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 or anybody, um, you're going to be able to help. Yeah. And these are numbers that, that are real, real doable. They're so doable. Yeah, you know? they're so doable. I, I I say this periodically throughout the years. I am floored by the generosity of Virginia Tech fans yeah. when they yeah. believe in something. And so, so another point I really wanted to make here is that, so you hear about John Ruiz uh, um, supposedly offering, you know, I think, I think we'll get into this later. I, I believe he was the conduit for the $9.5 million offer that was made to a University yeah. of Miami recruit. And we're going to tell this story later. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whoop-de-doo, $1.8 million a year. He still can't compete with $9.5 million a year. Um, you know what? This stuff was going on under the table previously. Sure. I've been in this business 25 years. I could name names. I could tell you recruits that Virginia, that verbal to Virginia tech and then got offered under the table. I'm talking about past stories, $200,000 to go to an sec school. So what do you think they did? They took it. Yeah, sure. And these are the kids that you see, uh, uh, decommit and then go to an sec school mm -hmm. that not in every case folks, but I know of cases where that did happen. Yeah. It, it, it's, it was not uncommon. So historically with Virginia Tech, you've had this issue where uh, other schools would cheat their butts off. And, and I can also tell you through my experience of 25 years with Virginia Tech is th this fan base doesn't really cheat. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that no cheating goes on, but it is not wholly embraced by the, by the fan base. I've talked to big money donors who are like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, It'd be nothing for these guys to leave $5,000 in an envelope in the, in the recruits hotel room, but they just don't do that. So, and I'll get to my point here in a no, second. I think, I think your point is, is going to be well served. So in the past, Virginia Tech has lost athletes to schools that were willing to cheat, and it was all under the table. Well, now we're above the table. And so if you're the kind of fan that is frustrated by stuff like this in the past, this is your opportunity to legally yes. contribute to something that will help keep athletes this is not used to draw athletes to Virginia mm -hmm. Tech. It's to help keep athletes at Virginia Tech. You don't want kids coming to Virginia Tech having two good years or a good year and then transferring out because the NIL deal is better somewhere else. So in addition to the point about being able to crowdsource, there's a point about this is your chance to do something above board that's completely by the rules that will help Virginia Tech. And that is such a great point. Um, I've, I've spoken with a lot of our coaches, and they do recruit um, a certain type of athlete that wants to be a Hokie. Yeah. Um, and um, the culture here is one of, of uh, the Hokie way, Hokie respect. And um, so we're seeing that throughout. I've had dozens and dozens of meetings with athletes. None of them had said that their primary goal was to make money. It's always been to compete ac uh, athletically and academically. And if Nick and Commonwealth um, can bring them some, some opportunities or resources, they would be more than happy to do it. Um, and so I think that's the kind of athlete Virginia Tech has historically recruited. Now we'll be in the conversation with folks that um, – 
that that want to be Hokies, but also may need the resources too. Yeah. And uh, so with so many of our athletes are come from diverse backgrounds and, and this is a way for us to be competitive. And, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, um, we, I see on the message boards, you know, we, we want the kids that want to be here and, and that's a hundred percent true. Um, but when you're making decisions at 18 and your family's struggling, uh, you know, $50,000 somewhere else, maybe just too big of an enticement to, to not uh, take right. now, you know, with these numbers, we Virginia Tech should be able to compete, um, and and really, really, uh, that's going to make them more competitive on the field. And so, a couple of things while you were talking, and I'll see if I can remember them both. Um, number one, it, it's interesting to hear, interesting to hear you say that because uh, I admit I've gotten a little cynical sure. over time. You know, when you spend all your time on Twitter, and and a kid says he's got a place, uh, you know. <laughs> And a, and a kid in high school says he's gotten an offer from a certain school. And one of his buddies responds with, go get that bag, man. And he, and he puts up the little uh, uh, emoji of three bags of cash or whatever. It, it presents the front that that's what the athletes are in it for. And I think yeah. you get a little cynical and you think they are in it for that. So it's very interesting to hear you say that you talk, you've spoken with a bunch of Virginia Tech athletes. And that's not the first thing they talk about. Right? I, I've, been, I've been so impressed by the 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 caliber of the athlete's um, personality and how well grounded they are, um, and, and and honestly, we've talked to we've spoken with a a lot of parents, and I mean, the first thing they say, well, well, Nick, number one thing he's got to do is um, or or she has to do is compete uh, academically. They all value that educational component, yeah. and then and then you know. They're athletes too, and their parents want them to do well athletically. I, now, I've had parents say, you know, we want to, um, you know, our goal is to build that brand um, so that he's uh, he or she is more competitive, um, you know, after after uh, their their graduate from Virginia Tech, whether it be um, you know as social media influencers or or going to. Uh, uh, to a, a professional uh, atmosphere for their sport, you know, and, and we've made that case too, that we want to help the athlete build their brand. So yeah. this may be where we want to say, you know, if you're watching the podcast, if you're on tech sideline, um, go, go subscribe or uh, go like uh, the Facebook page. If, um, if you're mine and Will's age, go follow <laughs> us on uh, Twitter um, and follow the athletes on Twitter. And if you're, um, you know, on Instagram, if you're not on Instagram, get on Instagram because that's, that's the new, new thing. And um, go like, I uh, like Commonwealth NIL, like Triumph, but also, you know, go like the athletes. Yeah. Um, follow the, athletes. follow the athletes. So we've had opportunities where our companies really, would may want to they want to know the Instagram numbers of of athletes they they want to know the Twitter followers. Um, now I, I don't want to wag my finger at Virginia Tech fans, but um, I mean, but I, I it's I, educational. I circulate around the internet and it's I and I see softball players at other schools and basketball players at other schools, and I see their social media followings, and it's tens of thousands. Yes, and. Bluntly put, in the case of most Virginia Tech athletes, the social media following on, on Twitter and Instagram is not tens of thousands. It's typically below 10,000. I'm looking at Elizabeth Kitley, ACC Player of the Year. Yes. Instagram. S scholar Athlete of the Year. Uh, a superstar. Superstar. By any stretch of the imagination. And she has 5,665 followers on Instagram. That's not a lot. It mm. should be more. It should be more. You know? 
And so as, as ridiculous as it sounds, you can help the NIL effort if you're a fan without spending or contributing any money anywhere. Just follow these athletes on their social media accounts and tell your friends to follow. Well, and guys, it's, it's kind of like, um, remember when Virginia Tech maybe got a bowl game or two that we probably didn't earn during the season? Right. Um, because we knew our fans fan were going to show up at the bowl game. Yeah. It's kind of that same philosophy. We had that passionate fan base, um, but we don't seem to engage as, as well on social media as, as some of the other schools that, that – have also have passionate fan bases. Well, and uh, one of these days I'm going to run the numbers on, I've, I've done this exercise before. Like I've looked at the official uh, football Twitter accounts for other schools and Virginia tech is larger than some of them, but some of them are way larger than Virginia tech. So, so there is kind of a social media thing there that there's a little bit of a disconnect and don't blame that on Pete Morris. It's not all Pete no, Morris. No. Oh, I've seen that. And I, I have never met him. So, and <laughs> so I think he leaves. He's on the way. Yeah, out yeah, he's, yeah, he starts yeah. his new job this Friday, as a matter oh, of fact. Congratulations, Pete. Uh, so the other point I wanted to make was we're sitting here talking about this and um, to be clear again, this is not used to recruit athletes. No. Um, not directly, it, it, that's against the rules, or to uh, recruit transfers. But if you have a healthy NIL program like what you are talking about, it lets an athlete know if I go to Virginia Tech and I am successful and I do develop, then there will be opportunities for me there. I won't need to go somewhere else. I think that's the, that is the perfect way to say it. Yeah. Um, you want to have a healthy, robust, sustainable um, NIL uh, program at your university. And that's what we're trying to do at Commonwealth. And I say sustainable um, because you see whether it be a $9.5 million deal or or some of the things that we've seen maybe um, rumored at Texas A&M um, or at Tennessee. You see these things, and, and I, I'm, I don't think those, those, those models are sustainable. It really does have to come from your fans being engaged and wanting to have success in NIL and, yeah. you know, whether it's a subscription t-shirt, hopefully a coin, um, other things that we'll have or, or attending an event, attending an event, you know, we, we're planning, um, uh, uh, pregame events for a lot of, uh, Virginia tech football games this year. So, you know, Hey, check us, uh, follow us on t- uh, Twitter, uh, make sure you hit us, uh, like us on Instagram and Facebook and get that in- latest information, um, follow us on at CommonwealthNIL.com and know where the events are at. And if you, and, you know if you can, um, and try to attend one. Yeah. That'll directly go to help uh, a robust, sustainable NIL program at Virginia Tech. And so, you know, the announcement that you've got uh, Mutz, Padula, Maddox, and Couture all signed. Hashtag running back VT. <laughs> um, I know as a person whose livelihood depends upon the, uh, the success of the athletic programs, I feel more comfortable knowing that these guys who have achieved at a high level are being uh, rewarded for what they've accomplished. Yeah. We're not throwing $50,000 at, at a three-star, you know, uh, tight end out of high school where you don't know if that's going to work out or not. These are players who, you know, in air quotes, have earned it under the current NIL rules. So I just I just feel a lot more comfortable knowing that those guys are being taken care of. Yeah, and and so you know, um, you know, other schools were 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 having conversations about trying to get these folks. Again, Mike Young has recruited a a caliber of player, character wise, that is really focused on winning here at Virginia Tech. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, it, it does feel better um, to know that our fan base uh, has already responded uh, to, to help those four. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk to other players on, on, um, on the uh, basketball team, uh, men's and women's, uh, moving forward. Those, those two programs are on the rise. We've yeah. got two excellent coaches, a wonderful, wonderful culture, and, and you know, an undervalued uh, venue. I mean, man, Castle Coliseum games are – Yeah. I mean, and when it is rocking, it is rocking. Yeah. That, is, that is a fun place to watch uh, basketball, uh, men's and women's. I used to coach a little um, – and I, when I say little, it was a third-grade AAU team. Uh, they were uh, literally uh, little. Literally <laughs> little. Uh, girls basketball team. And we would go watch uh, and uh, to see those 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 girls walk into that Castle Coliseum and, and then to see the older, you know, women's team play. You know, it was just a great it's a great environment, man. Oh, I, remember, environment. I remember as a kid. I don't remember how old I was. It was the first time I ever saw Castle. It was empty. It was the off-season, and, and my dad's a Virginia Tech grad. And we lived in Radford, and he took us in there. I walked into Castle and got dizzy because yeah. the seats are so steep. You know, it's, <laughs> Real a, steep. it's really a cool venue. Uh, in- interesting tangent there. Uh, so let's see. Um, I, d- uh, I, I do want to talk about some of the NIL stories that I'm that I'm going around with you. Um, so what we're going to do right now is uh, we're about man, we're about half an hour, forty minutes into it. We're going to take a break. Okay, cool. Because Nick and I are of an age and we need to hit the restroom. Yes. And we'll be right back in about uh, three to five minutes with the rest of the show. Maybe we get a supplement sponsor next time. That's not a bad idea. All right, so welcome back into the show. We have, for the second part, we have invited Nick Brown up into Chris Coleman's red shirt chair. Um, you got to point up, Nick. <laughs> you got to point up to the, there you go. Do I have um, to flex, too? Oh, this guy's a natural, man. Don't go there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Already had a wink and a flex in the first 10 seconds. So, um, so Nick's been following the live chat. He's got some, Nick Brown's been following the live chat. He's got yep. some questions he's going to ask, ask Nick Rush. We're also going to, Tell some NIL stories, the, the kind of stuff that has been scary to people. And the latest one to me that's been interesting is the back and forth about it. So I'm just going to read this to you. This, this came out a day or two ago, and this is from an on3.com article. So there was a, uh, a recruit, a quarterback recruit. It's not like he's the number one recruit in the country. He's uh, ranked anywhere from 25 to 50th in the country. So one of the top quarterbacks yeah, top in the country. Yeah. Um, uh, player, kid's name is Jaden Rashada. Okay. He's out of California and it came down to, he was coming down to a decision between Miami and Florida. And so he committed to university of Miami <clears throat> and then an attorney out of uh, California named uh, Michael Caspino talked to on three went, went public with stuff you're not supposed to do. He kind right. of bragged on three. He did. He, he, he basically said, so Caspino basically said, I'm representing Rashada, the quarterback, and he had a $9.5 million NIL offer from Miami. He had an $11 million NIL offer from Florida, but that Florida collective, NIL collective, is too dysfunctional. So my guy Rashada is, is going to Miami instead. And here's the quote. 
Jaden left millions on the table, said Caspino, who confirmed he represented Rashada in his NIL negotiations with collectives across the country. Quote, millions. He did not pick the highest offer. He went there because he loves Miami, the coaches, and the opportunity, unquote. Oh, my gosh. That's not allowed. You are not allowed as a high school recruit or even as a transfer, I understand, to negotiate with collectives. So it led to this funny thing where – and Caspino doubled down on it by calling the Gator Collective, and that's its actual name, Gator, Gator Collective. Collective yeah. Calling Gator Collective dysfunctional. All right. And so then Gaspino starts getting called out by other guys I follow on Twitter and they're like, uh, dude, you can't do that. That's illegal. You know, you're, you're putting your, your high school kid at extreme risk of not being eligible to play. And so the Gator collective comes out and says, we're not dysfunctional. He thinks we're dysfunctional because we wouldn't talk to him because what he's doing is not allowed. You know? (laughs) And then, uh, and then Rashada himself had to put out a statement where he's like, Whoa, Nope, Nope. Wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Miami because I love Miami. So, I mean, that's just, that's the kind of stuff that tech fans hear. And they're like, Oh, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. And so, I mean, so just so tech fans know, we haven't done, um, we haven't talked to any high school athletes, um, and just because that's, you're not supposed to be doing those things. Right. Um, but we have, we want to have the, you know, that we're, we're functional <laughs> and, and we always have our athletes in our best interest and we're not going to do anything that would, would, uh, would jeopardize their eligibility because, you know, we want to see some Virginia tech and our athletes be successful. Um, and it's, it's a lot of this stuff is, you know, especially sometimes on Twitter, man, you see, uh, folks that put their self above the product. Um, you know, I, I feel like that, you know, at, at Commonwealth NIL, our players will always be first and foremost in, in, in making um, sure that they have, that they're competitive, but everything's above board, you know, and we want to make sure that. And so, you know, it's going to be a lot of the character that our coaches are recruiting. Um, I can tell you right now, you, you should be, as an Okie fan, be proud of that. Um, we haven't run into any of this. So, you know, there was a spat, I think, Will, um, you know, between Texas A&M and Alabama. Yes, right. And, now, first um, of all, let me correct. It's Caspino as the lawyer, not Gaspino. So, Michael Caspino, continue. Yeah, well, you know, the spat with between Texas A&M and, uh, and Alabama. And, you know, there was – we don't know if it's true or not, right, Mm-mm. Nick? Um, you don't know if it's true or not, but there was the rumor out there. I think it started out as a message board post. A message yeah. board post. A message board post that, uh, that Texas A&M spent $30 million on their recruiting class. Via NIL. Via NIL. Which is not allowed. Which is not allowed. <laughs> well, guess what happened? Texas, Texas A&M didn't dispute it. Yeah. They didn't mind that rumor being out there. Because it's how good many, for recruiting. How many five-star and high four-star guys go, all right, well, let's schedule an official visit? And it only became problematic when uh, Alabama started saying, well, wait a second, that's not right. Mm-hmm. And so then you had the spat, and then there was the denial, and then there's, you know, a half denial. And, and it's the same with, I think, this, this same attorney, didn't he represent the Kansas State player, that a basketball player that transferred to Miami? I believe it's the same guy. I think guy. it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so and if not, I apologize, but yeah. So this kid transferred from Kansas State to Miami and announced that he got a $400,000 NIL contract well, to do the, so. I think I that's think the that, number. I think the the lawyer announced it. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 
And and so then there, it wasn't there. I, we sorry for not getting our facts straight before we went live with the podcast. But I think Isaiah Wong, who's one of Miami's star players, his response was, "Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my four hundred thousand dollars?" And then so just so happens, I think that that guy claimed to represent both of them. Oh gosh. Um, so, I mean, you know, we're not seeing that here. You're not going to see that throughout the country. Yeah. Uh, we talked about sustainability, you know, nine and a half million dollars for a quarterback that may not pan out is not sustainable. It's also bad for the locker room. Um, mm. In our conversations with, um, with folks, they, they want to make sure the locker room is coherent or cohesive, excuse me, cohesive. Like obviously, it won't be coherent. Yeah, you can be too. coherent too, but <laughs> cohesive. And, um, you know, you don't want to destroy that locker room. And, you know, the, the best time of these uh, players' lives will be while they're in college. Yeah. And you want to make sure that, that yeah. those teams are together, one goal, um, academic and athletic success. Yeah, and uh, looking in college locker rooms, it's it's in the past it's always been about playing time. Yeah, that could be yeah. a possible chemistry issue. Now you have another possible chemistry issue, and this will manifest itself over the course of years. This is not something you can know right away. Oh, you, you can't know it right away. Well, I know Isaiah Wong, like you said, he kind of got upset about that, and he kind of had like a, a holdout, like you see in the NFL or whatever, yeah. when they want a higher contract. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of held out and was like, well, where's my money? And then had to put a statement saying, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. That was selfish of me or whatever. And so – you, you know, like you said, the playing time, whatever, that's the age old, you know, ever since the game of basketball and football has ever been invented, that's a big thing. But now all of a sudden, yeah, there could be the starting quarterback right now at Miami, and he's not getting $9.5 million. But then all of a sudden this freshman comes in. And yeah, well, what's, what's, their, what's their quarterback? Van Dyke. He's, yeah. he's the guy that tore Tyler, Tyler Van Dyke. Tyler Van Dyke. He's, an, he's a good quarterback. He's a freshman. Yeah. He he's a proven freshman. himself. <laughs> exactly. A freshman. And all of a sudden this other kid from high school is coming up and – He's making, I'm just going to say, nine and a half more million dollars than you, and so, you're so, proven. So let's drill down into a Hold little on. further. Van Dyke's already buddies with his offensive line. He's taking him out to dinner, mm-hmm. and the freshman comes in. You know, you see this kind of stuff in movies all the time. All you can just time. see Van Dyke telling yeah. his offensive line, let the kid take a few hits. Yeah. Let, yeah, him, you, let him earn his nine and a half million. Like the longest yard. It's, uh, yeah, you got the <laughs> longest yard. You know, there's some of those recruiting video or those – recruiting movies from like the eighties and nineties where the, <laughs> Blue the starting and- quarterback rolls in in a Lamborghini, <laughs> which I think was a, I think the Texas, uh, I think you, uh, university of Texas quarterbacks getting a Lamborghini, yep. Oh my gosh! Uh, which that's above With board because yeah, it's a dealership dealership. and yeah. you know, you know, we're, we're, we're in constant communication with, uh, uh, dealers for um, for for athletes. We haven't gotten security security any of those yet, but we are talking to several, and those are above board name, image, and likeness uh, deals. Um, and you know we're working on those, but we don't have we don't have a Lamborghini dealership. Not not <laughs> anyway. If yeah. if any uh, TSL fan is a Lamborghini dealer owner, uh, <laughs> reach out to Commonwealth NIL, please. Please enter the chat. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Nick, uh, what yeah. have people been asking on the on the live stream that would be interesting that we haven't covered? Uh, so one of the biggest ones, uh, your son actually uh, answered it in the chat, but of course this is going to be recorded and people are sure. going to listen to this later on. Um, are the players locked into a contract? What so? In other Com- words, is it exclusive? Yeah. Or? So at yeah. Commonwealth NIL, we did not do exclusive contracts because we want success for our athletes. And there may be connections um, that uh, some of the other NIL um, companies have that could be uh, profitable for or, or uh, profitable for our athletes. So we did non-exclusive agreements. 
Um, and also, um, you know, we just think it's best for the athlete. You know, mm-hmm. we, we want we want success for our athletes. I mean, we're going to still we'll help all our athletes at yeah. the, you know at the same level. So yeah. uh, we talk about this all the time about how how jam packed athletes' lives are even before it's NIL came along. Uh, do the athletes when you talk to them do they talk about this or, uh, as part of the I mean as part of the process of of signing a contract with uh, Commonwealth NIL the athlete has to do something. Correct. You know, now, they, so they that's have, one of the rules. It, it, it can't be pay for play. Mm-hmm. So we, we really didn't discuss that earlier. So you, know, you can offer um, one of the quarterbacks uh, $500 a touchdown. You can't do, you know, if you break 1,000 yards, you get, you know, Your X contract dollars. value yeah. goes up. Your like contract value goes up. So it, and the athlete has to do something for it. Now, some of the crazy stories you've been seeing is does, does one tweet equal $9 million? Man, you know, no. just don't. You <laughs> wouldn't think that would be spoiler alert. Uh, it yeah, spoiler alert. It doesn't. Um, but so all of our athletes with our contracts, they're non-exclusive contracts, but they do help promote hashtag Run It Back VT, um, Commonwealth NIL subscriptions and merchandise. Mm-hmm. It's to their advantage their to do that. Yeah, it's, yeah. To, it's to their advantage to do that. Um, and and you know, and we're also associated with a couple charities. Um, we wanted our athletes not to be just about the money not just about the opportunity, but also to give back to the community. Yeah. And we're partnered with um, uh, um, Buddy Check 22, which is a veterans um, group that raises awareness about veteran suicide. Myself and my son Forrest are both veterans. Um, we, we wanted to be partnered with them. And then my, my wife and I have a, a charity where we raise funds for um, local women who have uh, been stricken with cancer. So much, you know, so much of uh, cancer is not covered by even if you have the best insurance, whether it's driving to Winston-Salem or Duke or UVA to get the best treatment um, or experimental treatment. You know, some of the, you know, just the gas nowadays is is expensive. So we have partnered with with that and our charity raises funds through sporting events. So it kind of made sense. Like we have a bruiser boot camp run where – you know, you run a, you run two miles and have four boot camp stations. Where well, maybe drill, you do. I don't. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm one of the quote unquote drill sergeants, so I make people do uh, push ups and carry ammo cans and and holler at them and stuff. And it's a real, real fun event. Uh, it's sponsored by uh, Corona Premier, and, and it's, it's it's been fun. We've had it for the last four or five years. So, have is is part of your business model, and have you had? companies approach you wanting access to the athletes to represent them yeah um, yes or, or do the companies go directly to the athletes or you know what is their relationship yeah there? so you can do both um but we've gone out to uh to solicit um deals and yeah we've had some success with that i've got a lot of proposals out there um companies are interested um and they're and they those those are some of the folks we were talking about looking at Instagram numbers and right. um you know so again go out and like uh Commonwealth NIL on Instagram follow us on Twitter Facebook and then go out and hit our athletes too I know if, we've talked about that a couple of times but we really do need to reinforce that and um you know because companies when we're soliciting these deals going out and and trying to gather them um uh you know those numbers are important and you know we'll. You know, we talk about uh, the New River Valley sometimes. We talk about New River Valley like we can't be competitive with larger metro areas. Um, and to a certain extent, the, just the numerically, we may not be able to. But, you know, sitting right here, and we're at the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center, um, TSL headquarters, 
Um, there are over 200 companies located in mm-hmm. the Corporate Research Center at yep. Virginia Tech. All have some sort of relationship with uh, Virginia Tech, whether it be the foundation, which are the renting space from, looking for uh, Virginia Tech graduates to come work, whether it be software engineers, uh, civil engineers, public relations folks, um, or they're, they're, they were founded by Virginia Tech uh, alumni who – a lot of times, and we've we've seen it over the years. Um, you know, they move away and they go, "Man, I really miss those living in that uh, yeah. community." And they move back to Blacksburg in the New River Valley. So there's a lot of opportunities here that um, that we're going to try to uh, um, have folks participate in. Yeah. All right. So uh, Nick Brown, yeah. anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah. There's some more questions. Uh, you mentioned Tech, UVA, uh, Liberty, ODU, all the other Commonwealth sure. uh, schools. Um, with Commonwealth NIL subscription service, whatever you can get that. Does that money is it exclusive Virginia Tech or will it spread out to other schools? And that's what some people. I oh guess, no, oh man, that's into. a great question. And let me address that name. So one direct answer: it only goes to Virginia Tech athletes. The name is probably due to my own. Um, you know, sometimes you get in a bubble. I was I was in the Virginia legislator. I was a Virginia legislator, and I we use the term Commonwealth a lot, uh, obviously, when you're in government like that. And um, it, it just it's just a name that came to me for for the company. Right. Um, yeah, okay. we we represent um, we're on we're any any subscription will go to uh, Virginia so just, Tech. Just Virginia yeah, Tech. That's, yeah. a, that's a good question. That's a great question. Uh, and then <laughs> I mean, I, I think I can guess the answer for this question. But someone asked who settled on the Cardinal logo. They think it's a little random, but uh, based on the state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. it's not a cardinal with teeth, so you won't think it's Louisville. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, um, so so many things that we would have liked to have done yeah. are trademarked by Virginia Tech. And yeah. so we, we couldn't have done those. Um, so um, it's a, that's a great question. I've, I happen to own some other companies, and I always use cardinal in the name, too. So it's, again, my own Living Signature. in a bubble, yeah. Me living in a bubble, man. Yeah. Um, so, so something else. I we we touched on this earlier, but I did want to clarify it. Uh, so, part of our relationship with you is that some or all of the athletes you sign will be made available to come on Tech Sideline podcasts. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get a we'll get a definite uh, content bump out of that. But that also makes sense for them to uh, come on on what is a large podcast and promote the offerings and and benefit themselves. In other words, yes, over in Commonwealth NIL, we do have uh, Justin Mutt's merchandise. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, commemorative coins and whatever else you guys come up with along down the line. And frankly, if, if you've got an athlete that comes on our podcast and he has signed some other outside deal, we'll help him promote that, too. Yeah, sure. And I think, I mean, for us, um, a rising tide lifts all boats. So we think, you know, um, you know, with our arrangement, our partnership, you know, we think we can help you guys grow. We can um, help us grow. But um, the other uh, the other entities, you know, everyone doing well will will make Virginia Tech athletics better. Yeah. And that's our that's our goal. Um, You know, coming with from a from a legislator's standpoint, um, I was lucky enough to to be involved in in um, some big economic development projects over my career, whether it be the Amazon, um, which Virginia Tech gets um, brand new undergrads uh, degrees here in the New River Valley, which is good for our economy. Uh, Volvo trucks, um, which is good for our economy. Um, You know, Virginia Tech sports is 
is a good economic driver. Yeah. Um, the better Virginia Tech sports um, is, the more options we're going to have when you're in town for hotels because it means more folks, the, the occupancy rate goes up, so there's availability uh, to build new hotels, whether it be restaurants. I was fortunate enough to own a restaurant here in Blacksburg uh, for, uh, for several years. We sold it. But um, I can tell you this, I've seen the numbers of when Virginia Tech sports are good, you know, how, how many people come and watch uh, and, and eat and, and drink at my restaurant and how many uh, didn't and when they're not good. And so, you know, I think that being competitive NIL is going to make athletics more competitive, which, again, that rising tide lifts all boats, and there's going to be plenty of opportunity for everybody. So I was just thinking back to <clears throat> earlier in the conversation. Uh, I, I know that you and I probably started talking in February uh, maybe even earlier than that, because I remember conversations we had where we, we talked about the importance of NIL for football. And then the basketball team, the men's basketball team, goes out and wins the ACC championship. And it was interesting the way the conversation changed. Yeah. And months later, your first four signees are all men's basketball players, and you have a major uh, uh, promotional campaign built around the basketball team. It was it was interesting how fast that conversation changed. Let me ask Nick Brown. Do you know what the name the major campaign is? For for basketball, the Commonwealth NIL campaign. Yeah. We just we just mentioned run that it hashtag. Back. Run it back. Hashtag run, run it back. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> win, win another one of those right yeah, there. Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. Yeah. No, I've I've only repeated that about a billion times over the last couple months. Um, and but you know it's going to be real important for football. That's where we need that sustainability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger program. You know, you have eighty-five scholarship athletes um, during the season, twenty walk-ons. Um, and so, you know, we're following what other folks are doing. That's why we want to build this subscription model up. We want folks to um, to uh, participating that. And, you know, look, NIL is not going to be for everyone. We understand that. There's some detractors with that. And we I've ran across businesses like, look, Nick, that's not my thing. I understand that. That doesn't make you a bad kid. But if, if, if NIL, is, if it's something you're interested in, you know, a subscription model um, – is really really helpful. Yeah. It gives you consistent revenue um, that you can that you can build contracts on, and you can and you can um, make sure that uh, we we have the resources. Yeah. And you know, I do say this: you can cancel at any time uh, on our. You know, once you come check out the website commonwealthnil.com, you'll see the rules. But you can cancel at any time, also. Yeah. So, Nick Brown, anything else? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> one more question, and it's kind of asking you a question, and then it also kind of directs to you. Uh, to get a general sense of how much money like these athletes can truly make, uh, someone asked the question, how many Justin Mutz posters sold? Oh, yeah. And um, so, mm-hmm. of course, that'll show how much Justin Mutz made from that and how much, you know, Justin Mutz can make from you guys yeah. as well. Cool. Well, depending upon the specifics of the deals you signed, yeah. the Justin Mutz poster is still the largest NIL deal <laughs> in, yeah. in, in Virginia Tech Athletics. Uh, so, Congratulations. <clears throat> well, you know. Um, <laughs> We, we, we had him sign 750 of the posters and the initial burst, uh, I'll, I'll cut to the chase as of the last report I had, which was at the beginning of June, we had sold about $50,000 worth of posters and about close to it. And 38,000 of that went to, went to Justin. Um, and 
we have been promoting it a little bit more in June and that's an ongoing thing. We'll keep promoting it. Yeah. Till it sells and out, man, so. we may put it on the website, you know, Commonwealth and I not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. And I actually thought about that. We should probably put it on your website and have it bounce over to a uh, uh, bison printing where people can order. And so finish that out. But that is an update on, on the mutts poster. It, it was very successful. And, uh, um, you know, we, we kind of did that on a lark, but as we got into it, I thought about two things. I thought about this is what NIL is really about. This is fun, and the fans are getting something for their money. But it was also kind of an early shot saying this is what can happen if you're if you're a successful athlete at Virginia Tech. Oh, that's you, a, you can be successful in NIL as well. That's a great point. Now, I would say that our deals with Justin is very similar. Yeah. Um we think the economics of it's very similar to what to what you're doing, and you know we took a cue from from what Tech Sideline did. Very similar numbers, and you know you can respond uh, by going to CommonwealthNIL.com and checking out the merchandise. And you know we um, if if you were excited about um, you know uh, Darius Maddox uh, huge shot against Clemson. Um, you know, you, you, you can, you can, you can purchase that, uh, you know, obviously Hunter Couture, um, you know, played a big part of that. And then Sean Badula coming on at the end of that season, um, you know, you know, we can respond by making sure those folks are, are, uh, have opportunities. And, yeah. you know, we talked about that this whole time and, and, you know, you can always go to CommonwealthNIL.com and, and check that stuff out. You got a t-shirt, if t-shirts are your thing, hoodies, like, I mean, my daughter wears a hoodie, and if it's like ninety degrees, yeah, a lot so, of people do. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you're a hoodie guy, you know, a hoodie guy, check out the hoodies, man. We got to get a poster shop set up. I mean, we got this huge archive of. <laughs> We've and, got to do that. And what's interesting is we can even do uh, we can do posters of individual players, but we can also do. By the way, let me go on a tangent here. Love it. A guy who missed out because nil came late was. And this is going to sound strange, but I'll explain. Reggie Floyd. Have you ever seen the photo that our photographer took? I believe it was the 2019 UVA game of Reggie Floyd standing over UVA quarterback Bryce Perkins. You ever I seen that picture? I have seen that, yes. It looks like the Muhammad Ali picture. It really does. It, it's a rare football picture in that there's there has been action on the field that it's just finished. There is no one else in the frame. And it's Reggie Floyd literally standing over Bryce Perkins. Perkins is in a heap on the ground, and Floyd's standing over him looking at him. And the photographer told me it was it was just an instant in time. And that's the same story behind the Muhammad Ali picture. He just flexed instantaneously and got a picture of it. Where Reggie stood up, stood over Perkins and looked at him. Picture got taken, and, and he walked off. We could have sold a ton of those posters. We probably still could if we probably had, stood, you yeah. know. And and Reggie could have benefited from. Mm, yeah, you know, and, and, and look, that's the cool thing that we can do with Commonwealth, N Commonwealth NIL and Tech Sideline uh, partnership is that we'll be able to connect these fans with stuff like that. That that that's a moment in time. That was a split second photograph, but folks like us remember those things, yeah. and they're and they're important to us. You know, yeah. some of the most important. Some of the funnest events I've ever been to in my life, some of the most important events I've been to in my life, you know, outside of family and marriages and births, are Virginia Tech sporting events. The, my wife, Jennifer, and I, our very first date 
was the uh, the rainout game with Georgia Tech. Uh, oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> uh, great event, right? <laughs> honey, honey, you get out and push. <laughs> Trying luckily, to get out of that muddy lot. Luckily, we were sitting in a president's box that game, so we uh, didn't get wet. <laughs> um, but or she humble, may never, humble brag, or she would have. Well, that was a humble brag, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> or she may not have gone on a second date. She's like, nah, man, this is this this guy's too dangerous. But uh, so anyway, so we have we have this huge archive of photography. And some of it is what I would call generic. It's pictures of fans. It's pictures of Lane Stadium. And you could sell those sorts of things that don't directly benefit any particular athlete, but just could go into the Commonwealth NIL pot. Go into the team pool. And, you know, our goal, um, our ultimate goal at uh, Commonwealth NIL, and I think Triumph and and Loaded and, and Hot Route would be to have everybody on the team participating in NIL, not yeah. just your stars. Yeah. Because um, those folks, I mean, I think we were talking about this in the break. I mean, these athletes are very, very busy. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get a hold of and confirm everything this week with, um, you know, the four big announcements, Justin Much, Hunter Couture, Darius Maddox, Sean Padula, our, their merchandise offer at, uh, on uh, CommonwealthNIL.com. I've been trying to get a hold of those guys all week. And they're super busy. They're running camps um, over here at Virginia Tech. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, when, when you're talking to them, they're enjoying what they're doing. I never hear them complain. But it is a is it a grind. Mm-hmm. It is a grind what these yeah. guys and, and gals do. Yeah. And, of course, they're not even at home. You know, they're not seeing their family. That's the biggest thing, yeah. uh, personally, to me for them is that they don't get to go home during the summer. they got to do the camps, and I'm sure they love it, but – you, know, you miss mom and dad every yeah. now and then. Yeah, and you know, and that, that's probably Nick. That's a great point. And and when Will and I were playing um, little league and high school sports, it was less of a grind because you weren't on the road playing AAU. No, you weren't doing all, any of that. So. All, all we, you know, your high school team was your focus. No. Now it's seven on seven. It's mm-hmm. AAU. It's um, you know, uh, I think Emma Limley's playing some softball. Uh, yeah. Like, Team USA, team, or, team USA or something, team Canada, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. One of the girls I coached in AU um, basketball is uh, plays on a travel softball team um, out of Georgia, and she lives in Reiner. Wow! And they just travel all over the place. So it, mm-hmm. I think they get used to it. Yeah. You know, one of these days they're going to wake up and go, man, phew, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a game for the young. So yeah. so anything else from the chat? Uh, I'm going to go with this as the uh, one last question, and it's a pretty big one. Uh, you're mainly focusing on basketball, running back VT. Uh, what about other opportunities for other athletes in other sports, not just football or basketball? Uh, softball. Like, so, softball, softball yeah. baseball. I mean, Emma Limley could be the you – know, I mean, she probably is the next Keely Richard coming up. She's going to have a lot of stuff. And then wrestling, too. I think Mikai Lewis was the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikai Lewis. Guy. Um, so Ka- stuff Mikai like Lewis, um, huge social media following. Yeah. He is a star on his own. So we have talked to players on all those, all those schools – or excuse me, all those teams, we are working on deals for other athletes. Mm-hmm. We did um, we, we, we did want to finalize the hashtag, hashtag uh, Run It Back VT campaign. Um, yeah. and so we, we've started out with that, but that does not mean we're only focusing mm-hmm. on, on basketball and football. Um, you know, we're, I'm working really close with uh, a two-time All-American on the, um, on the Virginia Tech wrestling team now. And, and I'll tell you this, our coaches have been um, – um, very accommodating and understanding. They they understand that NIL is important, and they're seeing it out on the recruiting trail. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Appreciate it. 
Time to wrap it up. Anything else you can think of? Like you want to sign off with a final? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything. But well, no, I mean, I, I, I would would ask folks to, uh, you know, consider subscribing. Um, you know, considering looking at our website, uh, CommonwealthNIL.com, and then go follow us on on social media, man. If if you can, that'll be a big big way to help us get that message out. And you know, our mission statement is engage Hokie Nation turn our athletes into stars and stars into our athletes. Yeah. And that, that's what we want to do at Commonwealth NIL. And so from a tech sideline standpoint, like I said, we will drop our affiliate link with Commonwealth NIL into the video description. Uh, as soon as I can get some time later on today, I am going to place the Commonwealth NIL ads on our site. Um, and then I think we'll have a formal announcement later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been busy with a message board programming project that, that is going to eat up my afternoon. But uh, Guys, Will actually works really hard. <laughs> in case, in case you just thought it was a beautiful face behind the, the, the message board, he this, is a really, really hard worker. This has not come naturally to me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the podcast hosting stuff doesn't come naturally. Yeah. You've done great, man. Yeah. Well, appreciate it. Nick, thanks for coming on. And Nick Thank Brown, thanks me. for coming on. And uh, again, that is Commonwealth NIL. And you'll be hearing... Uh, more about them from Tech Sideline in the future. So uh, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you on the next podcast.